Welcome to the Sellernomics Podcast, sharing valuable tips and information in the Amazon and e-commerce space. Each week, we deliver the best interviews with some of the top Amazon personalities in the industry to help you grow your business. Today's episode is brought to you by Gatita, the global leader in FBA auditing and reimbursements. And now, here is your host, Rob Stanley. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Seller Knowledge Podcast. It's been a few weeks and I do apologize for that, but I got a great one today. I got Josh Porter from Elite Seller. What's up, Josh? What's up, Rob? How you doing, man? Doing great. So yeah, Josh knows why I've been out. So we've been uh, at Prosper and we've been uh, a lot of events going on. So it's been kind of crazy. But uh, today I wanted to get Josh on and we're going to be talking about Amazon product launch strategies that kill the competition. That's a pretty big statement there, Josh. Well, I can back it up. I have evidence. Well, good. <laughs> and we're going to do it. So, you know, one of the things is we all know that, you know, launch strategies can change. And I've had people on before talking about launch strategies and probably some of those things are old. Um, you know, so we want to really talk about what's going on new. So, Josh, speaking of that, and, and welcome to the show, by the way, we've been trying to get you on for a little while. So we appreciate you jumping in. Yeah, no so, problem. Man. No. Yeah, I know that was, uh, we were trying to, you were trying to get me on when uh, you were with uh, Akrumi and now that you're over here with Katita and you still have your own podcast. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So it is nice to have my own uh, Selenomics podcast that I own. And let's jump right into this, Josh. So we were just talking about how launch strategies are changing. So what is working right now when it comes to Amazon launch strategies? Well, that's a, that's a quite a loaded question. So we can go back to the tried and true and you can look at rebates and you can look at PPC campaigns, but it all comes down in my personal opinion of what type of product that you have and what your general strategy is. Are you doing just a traditional tried and true launch or are you doing a relaunch? So diving into those factors a bit more, if we're just going after a basic launch, you know, first time product on the marketplace, you're going to want to look at what's actually working uh, when it comes to external marketing and what's working on Amazon. So what's still working on Amazon, obviously, is rebate strategies uh, coupled with PPC campaigns. And what's working off of Amazon is Google ads, Facebook ads, uh, YouTube ads, Reddit, Pinterest, Instagram, things like that. So that's actually what's working. And being able to couple those two together is actually going to get you a massive amount of external traffic over to your listing and also a very uh, high level of keyword uh, keyword conversion and engagement. Yeah, that's that's uh, good information there. Um, so what about uh, what strategies do you use? Like what kind of things do you usually use like right now that seems to be working that's maybe like a you know top top two, top three type thing that you're seeing that is just like, hey, if I do this, you'll start seeing some results. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely a perfect question. So Google ads to a landing page is fantastic for converting, right? Because you can choose the kind of keywords that you want to actually target and you can get that external uh, Google traffic that's going directly over to your Amazon listing to get you a maximum amount of engagement and boost because Amazon obviously is now favoring a ton of external traffic, especially with their program that they just rolled out. And since Google is the main search engine, people have more of a buying pattern. They're in a buying mood when they're going from Google uh, over to the shopping section or directly over to Amazon. So that is actually what's working. And you can couple that with, again, a landing page, or you can couple that with uh, any kind of rebate uh, rebate campaigns, whether that's with ManyChat, whether that's with RebateKey, whether that's just uh, your own private group. And that actually has a massive amount of engagement, uh, mainly because you can just uh, provide the keywords that you wanna go after, have those people search for those, search, find, and purchase your product, and then uh, get them to uh, opt in to any kind of post-purchase uh, post promotional material that you may have. So this is in tandem to also building up your list. 
Yeah, that that's some great information. So, so Josh, when people are, you know, when they're selling and they're kind of trying to like figure out what strategies they should use, or maybe what they're kind of doing and what they should change, mm -hmm. how do they kind of identify what strategies they should use when you know it comes to like launch strategies? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my methodology when it comes to launch strategies is understanding your product and understanding your audience. Because if you just have a general me too audience, your best bet is just going to go after and capture the large amount of funnel that can exist on Facebook or Instagram. But when you have a very niched down specific product, that's when you need to really tailor your uh, your launch strategy towards your audience. So perfect example of this is if you're selling camping material. Uh, if you're launching any kind of camping products on, on, uh, on Amazon, you're actually going to want to go after people that are interested in camping. So they have a lush buying history of purchasing camping products, whether that's tents, whether that's sleeping bags, whether that's uh, sternos or any kind of fire starter kits, things like that. You're going to want to target people that are one into camping and the states where camping is actually active because you can't camp all year round. Uh, so think of the think of more Rocky Mountain states like Colorado. You're going to think of uh, North Carolina, things like that. You're not really going to target many southern states because obviously it's going to be very hot. And then you also have to factor in what type uh, what time of what time of the year that you're actually launching your product. So uh, again, with the camping analogy, if it's middle of winter, chances are people are not going to be camping in those states. So you're going to want to target more of lower states and you're going to want to engage with them uh, based off of that analysis. Now, if you're doing more of a unique, hard to find product that is very tailored, maybe something that you've custom made or something that's brand new to the marketplace, that's where Pinterest is going to be your best friend because you can actually target people based off of their interest on Pinterest. You can get them to engage on your pins and then you can get them over to your advertisement and you can get them to engage. And this is great external organic traffic to your listing. And this is what a lot of Amazon sellers are actively lacking. They want to get all their traffic on Amazon, which again is a great source because it's a massive algorithm and uh, search engine that's designed to actually push your listing to the top, especially if you're targeting specific keywords. But that, that external traffic is going to help you so much because Google value, uh, excuse me, Amazon values that external traffic quite heavily and actually gives you a massive boost in your keyword, uh, your keyword search. Yeah, I agree with you on that. That's uh, definitely something that everybody's always kind of looking at those like external sources, you know, and it's, and it's funny you mentioned that because actually I've got a uh, event coming up uh, next weekend with Carlos uh, Alvarez and his team. And we're talking mm -hmm. about using YouTube, basically. I'm actually giving the presentation using YouTube to basically promote your product. And it's another way to kind of drive an external source, uh, you know, to basically drive traffic to your product when you're selling it. Now, mm -hmm. what about like uh, when you when it comes to launch strategy, what about there's a lot of focus sometimes on price, right? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it feels like everybody wants to race to the bottom but uh, you know, what's your kind of strategy when it comes to like pricing and dealing with pricing when it comes to launching a product? You know, can you go too low or too high, or you know, what, how do you kind of handle that when you're uh, talking to people about you know how to price things? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's a fantastic question because focusing on the pricing aspect, again, Amazon sellers, they want that ROI, especially when they're launch, launching a product because they put made a massive investment of uh, getting the product overseas or whether it's locally into Amazon warehouse, the, all the advertising, photography, uh, listing optimization, all those things factor in place. But when it comes down to getting the most bang for your buck, when it comes to your pricing model, I would say not going too extreme with it by trying to do the race to the bottom method, uh, methodology where you're trying to be uh, price competitive, especially if you're funneling rebates you actually want to have those conversions on that higher price point. Uh, again, this is actually going to help your listing. It's going to help your uh, uh, it's going to help 
your conversion on your account and also shows that you can actually mix it up in in that particular niche that you're selling your products in mainly focusing on pricing and going to a lower price point is just going to have a negative perceived value when it comes to that so i would say stay within a relevant range uh, of price when it comes to your product based on competitors but don't just be the cheapest option out there again you want if you're trying to validate your product and have it be uh, appeal as uh, that this is a top quality product that you're releasing in the marketplace. And it's not just another me too product. The last thing that you want to go for is being the cheapest on the block. Cause if you put all that time, energy and effort into it, why, uh, why, why, why slash the fruits of your labor just to be the most affordable out there. That's not going to really benefit you. Yeah. And that is absolutely true. Right. It, it seems like they always try to either, they go too low and then they raise it high and they get in trouble. So they lower back mm -hmm. down. You definitely don't want to be jumping around. You want to come right in, do your, do your research, do your research on your product. You should know kind of where your, your price point is. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a whole entire thing different from, you know, putting it on sale and doing that to drive things, mm -hmm. uh, which is a whole different approach. But what about, you know, sometimes certain products, like you get a product to sell on, on Amazon and maybe it, it targets a certain demographic or age or gender. How do you kind of adjust some of that launch strategy to kind of make sure that it's targeted towards that demographic age or gender uh, when you're kind of launching products there, Josh? Yeah, yeah that's a perfect question. And uh, answer a little bit more on the pricing model, uh, just to give mm -hmm. you an idea. When you're adjusting your price consistently on Amazon, you're actually going to hurt your conversion rate, right? So if you're gonna do any kind of pricing model, whether it's low and you're gonna do an incremental increase, you're gonna actually wanna just tick it up just a little bit less than a dollar a day to get it to that nice price point that you want. Because if you do a massive uptick in price or a massive decrease in price, this is going to negatively impact your conversion. Now to answer uh, your question in regards to uh, demographics for specific niche products, what I would suggest is actually looking at your brand analytics, right? So you can get information and uh, based off of either previous products that you've launched in the space or your competitors. And on top of that, you know, when we actually go to create a product and bring it into the marketplace, we already have an idea of what our ideal customer looks like. You know, so again, for this example, if I were to say uh, something like my microphone, right? So uh, somebody that's obviously using a microphone, they're probably into uh, videography or maybe podcasting, things like that. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge to you, Robbie. Uh, so <laughs> uh, with, with something like that, you can say, okay, who, uh, which, what gender is more likely to produce a podcast? Is it males or females? What's the age range of this? Uh, and you can really narrow it down like that. Or if you're doing something, uh, for example, like let's say crocheting, right? Who's going to be more into crocheting? Is it gonna, going to be men or women? So again, it's okay to stereotype your audience in your head because you already know who your desired buyer is. Creating that unique avatar that you have in your head uh, and then transitioning that into the real world is actually fairly easy. You can do that with Facebook targeting and you can, do, you can definitely do that with Google. And again, all these platforms, they allow you to do that. Instagram do, uh, does give you some information, but it's not nearly as in-depth as Google or Facebook would be. And again, Facebook used to be very granular when it came to their targeting, but that changed with Cambridge Analytica that happened several years ago. So they had to remove some of those data points from their API. So getting real granular about that, stereotyping your audience, knowing how to target them and knowing what your desired outcome is for these people when they actually purchase your product is a great way to do that. So again, creating that unique avatar and then putting it on paper and essentially pushing that out based off of your advertising and bringing that into fruition. Yeah. So everybody who's listening, be sure to hit that like and subscribe. We really do appreciate it. And once again, I got Josh Porter. He's sales director and integration specialist at Elite Seller. 
and he's uh, providing some great information on Amazon product launch strategies that kill the competition. So definitely some great information so far, and we really do appreciate it, Josh. We do have to stop for a quick commercial break. Hang in there one second. Today's episode is brought to you by Gatita, the global leader in FBA auditing and reimbursements. Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at gatita.com slash sellernomics. Yeah, so once again, this is uh, Sellernomics podcast sponsored by Gatita. So head on over to gatita.com forward slash sellernomics to get that it, that rebate a special that we have going on. And uh, of course, I love uh, working there. It's been great, but uh, let's keep going. Again, I got Josh Porter. He is with Elite Seller. And we're talking about Amazon product launch strategies that kill the competition. Uh, Josh, so you touched on uh, basically using external traffic. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to dive a little more into that because I think there's a, and this might be kind of a long question and I'd like you to take your time and really kind of go over this. Sure. There's so many different areas. Let's, let's cover, I mean, there's Pinterest, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, Instagram. I wrote some down real quick. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of cover each of those and maybe give a little bit of tips on each of those on kind of what you've seen, if you're familiar with it on uh, what strategies people have used on each of those platforms to kind of help drive and of course, I can help you a little bit with the YouTube if you need it, but uh, take it away, Josh. Yeah, absolutely. So just starting from the top of the list, again, Pinterest. Pinterest is, and oh, before we even get into this, I have to say the commercial break that you have is fantastic. I hope that silhouette is you you actually dancing. <laughs> Not me, but uh, I did put the commercial together, so I appreciate that. Yeah, man, no problem, no problem. So going through the top of the list from top down, so we have Pinterest, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. And uh, just touching on Pinterest in and of itself. Again, Pinterest is a uh, essentially like an image board where you can follow unique posts and unique pins, and you can create this this uh, this engaged captive audience based off of that, right? So again, if we're going to use the example of crocheting or even camping, you could have posts on camping, top five tips on how to camp. And it's just essentially an infographic and you can just keep on rolling those out. People are obviously going to engage with that, with that, uh, with that pin over and over again, and that interest over and over again. And then you can just use your advertising platform to retarget them. You can use that advertising platform to drive external traffic. And this is primarily what it's used for because it's a great source of external traffic and it's essentially free at the end of the day, right? So you're driving all this wonderful external traffic over to it. And the the whole idea, the whole notion about that is you're sending all these signatures to Amazon that you're bringing external traffic from Pinterest over to your Amazon listing and people are actually converting. So this is again, benefiting either a specific keyword or specific listing, or this could be to your, just to your Amazon storefront. Now, if we're going to dive into Google, Google is fantastic when it comes to just either uh, targeting massive amount of cold traffic or just funneling traffic over to Amazon. So if we were to actually rank these from top to bottom, what are the best traffic sources? YouTube would clearly be at the top, but YouTube traffic over to Amazon is a bit harder since uh, YouTube does have that loading page where you actually have to submit and then send that, tra- uh, then then uh, then engage over to Amazon. Uh, Google would be next, Pinterest would be third, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram would be fourth, fifth, and sixth, right? So again, going into Google, Google has a unique advertising platform and by far they're one of the most, uh, I would say helpful advertising platforms that has come out in the past couple of years, mainly because if you ever have any questions, they're more than willing to help you out. They even offer you uh, incentivizations for using their platform. And again, that's like completely different than the norm of some of these other platforms that we're gonna talk about in just a bit. But the traffic that you get from Google, you can have this target specific keywords. You can even set up similar campaigns like as if it is uh, PPC campaigns on Amazon. 
the benefit of this is that you can actually target specific keywords. You can have your own unique links. You can have your own custom URLs and domains in there. And that again is going to start sending a wonderful signature of traffic over to Amazon. YouTube going into this, right? So if you're gonna use YouTube for an external traffic source, there's a really, uh, <laughs> probably actually even shouldn't say this, but there's a really unique way that if you're running any kind of rebate campaign, sending traffic over from YouTube over to Amazon, right? So you can essentially just have like, whether it's a chatbot or a landing page or anything like that that you're using for your external traffic, or maybe it's your own buyer list, you can simply have them go to YouTube. You can get, you can send them like a YouTube link and it could just flash a, a, a video with no sound that's like, uh, check the description, right? So the, I'm just giving you an example. They go into the description, they expand it out and they click the link, right? That link is then going to take them to Amazon based off of a keyword or a listing. Or you can have it be like a rotator URL on Pixelfy or any kind of uh, any kind of URL shortener, whether you're using like short.io or URL genius or anything like that. Uh, and that is going to help you gain uh, traffic from YouTube over to Amazon, which is one of the most beneficial sources of it because video content is consumed far more than than uh, than standardized uh, you know flat content. So uh, now going down the list, we're going Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Now wait, these are all wait, groups. wait, wait, wait. We got to talk a little more about YouTube. I just spent okay. six hours putting together a presentation for this uh, th this event we're doing on Saturday, which will also be done. Another event's going to be done in February on the uh, online seller cruise, but we'll talk about that at a different time. So you're 100 percent right, but. Also remember, uh, so a lot of people are doing videos, obviously, for their YouTube product listings. Mm -hmm. So you can use that video, put it over on YouTube also, create mm -hmm. a channel around it. I'm just going to give high level, but I go into a lot of detail on this. And if you keyword it correctly with the right title, the right description, the right tag words, mm -hmm. you can usually get it to show up also out on Google searches. So one of the things is that a lot of times when people come in, they buy your product, they've got your name on it, you got the name on the product when they get it. They start mm -hmm. Google searching your name to find out who is this company. You want to own that sort of Google search page, right? You want to have mm -hmm. a Shopify store, uh, maybe a, even a landing page that talks about the company or the story of the, the, of the company. Then you also want to have that YouTube uh, video show up that's mm -hmm. obviously promotion about your YouTube uh, product. I mean, I'm sorry, about your product on YouTube. So mm -hmm. that'll show up in a search. You want to own the most of that freaking first page of your search. So that's one way that I've used YouTube in the past because I think you and I talked about this. You know, everybody knows I I did iPhone parts back in the day, built up an entire site when I sold the company. It had 48 million views on YouTube. So I know a few things about it. And the cool thing about it was that it actually a lot of not only did I generate revenue from the YouTube videos, but I also generate a lot more driving people back to the site to buy. So there's there's a lot to that, but I that you're absolutely correct. I just wanted to touch on a couple more points on that, but uh, keep going there, Josh. Appreciate it. No, I appreciate you expanding out. You touched on more of the branding aspect of it, which is yeah. absolutely 100% uh, accurate. Again, getting getting revenue off of your videos that you create and putting on YouTube is a fantastic way to recoup any kind of losses that you have when it comes to your product launch or just getting massive engagement uh, externally over to your website and just continuing that sales process. So uh, going, down, going down the rabbit hole, right? If we're just talking about uh, product launch strategies, if we're going to use Facebook now, Facebook is one of the by, by far the most used platforms when it comes to any kind of product launch campaigns, whether that's a soft launch, whether that's a cold launch, whether that's a product relaunch, or whether that's just post-purchase engagement. Facebook is by far one of the best platforms to use based off of this because uh, usually in your launch campaigns, you're getting a lot of data points from your buyers. So this includes their email, their phone number, their full name. 
right? And again, uh, if you're able to actually append any data off of Amazon, now you're getting their address, their uh, their phone number, you're getting additional information that is again, revalidated. Now, if you're making an, uh, uh, and excuse me, an external audience uh, based off of this, if you're making a targeted audience based off of these data points, the more information that you have uh, based off of uh, the buyer information, whether it's just basically their address, you can target people based off of their, um, their, their city and their state. But if you have their phone and you have their email address, now you're looking at a 100% match rate. So you can take these people that have, uh, that have purchased your products either organically on Amazon, or they purchased it through uh, one of your, one of your, uh, one of your product launch funnels right over there, you can retarget these people and you can get them to engage over and over again. And the whole concept of, uh, of using Facebook is building a massive list. In fact, if you're using any of these platforms, the whole concept of it is to build a massive list, use this database to be able to re-engage over and over again so that when you go to launch your second, your third, your fourth, your fifth, your 100th product, right? You're actually, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're not having to spend so much time, energy and effort to actually do this because most of these people have been vetted and they've already been through the process and they know what they know what it, they know what they need to do and this is going to help you rank your products overall over time. Now, when it comes to now moving on to Reddit, Reddit is more of a very unique platform because Reddit is uh, basically an informational dumpster fire at times. To, to describe it lightly. There's a ton of content on it. There's a ton of chat and being able to use Reddit and actually kind of get into those groups, it takes a bit of savviness to actually do this platform. So perfect example of this is if you're launching supplements, right? Let's say that you're in the bodybuilding forums of either on Reddit or bodybuilding.com and you have a uh, pre-workout shake that you're trying to market. This is a wonderful way to get people to try out your product, give feedback on it, engage on it, and actually create a discussion. You're getting not only people to purchase your product, but you're also getting the feedback on what they can, what they like about the product, what they don't like about a product, and how to actually improve it. And this again uh, goes along with their uh, with their upvote system. So if you see comments that are constantly being upvoted on their platform uh, or, or on your per uh, particular Reddit thread, uh, this is giving you a telltale sign of what you can improve upon, what they like, what they don't like, and how to actually benefit uh, off of this to actually improve your product later on down the line, make better iterations, make different variations. Maybe somebody wants to see it in this color, or maybe they want this taste or they want uh, this variation of it, or if it came in this shape and size, this is a great way to do this because Reddit is a very active place. And most post-purchase engagements, whether it's a QR code or anything like that, most most buyers may not engage with that. You know, it could just end up turning into additional trash for the landfill. But with a Reddit group like this, you can constantly just kind of nudge the conversation, and you can build up your own uh, your own karma system based off of based off of the quality of information that you put out into the ecosystem. Now, tapping into the final one that I have on this list is Instagram. Instagram is a very, uh, I I would say a very photogenic driven platform. So it's all about the content that you put up and how to engage with that. So ManyChat actually just partnered with Instagram and they're actually using a swipe up feature to get a ton of engagement off of that and even using hashtags to get people off of that to engage on Instagram and get them into uh, whatever kind of uh, whatever kind of campaign that you're actually running. Again, uh, a lot of these platforms, they can be used for uh, whether it's a product launch or a product relaunch, uh, but Instagram is very, very photo driven and content driven. It's all about the content that you're pushing out into the environment and how it engages with people. So if you have a massive list or a massive following on, on Instagram, you can use that following to again, 
take that traffic from Instagram and get people to convert, get them to come, uh, get them to be part of any kind of contest, whether that's a, uh, a pre-engagement or brand ambassador. And these people can go out and they can actively uh, speak on your behalf of your brand to get you more awareness and help you with either a current product launch, a product relaunch or future launches down the line and help build up your audience. Because again, they're, uh, they're tagging you back with their hashtags. They're also linking out to your official page. And that's uh, a great way to actually get a ton of engagement off of that. Yeah. So once again, I got Josh Porter and he is dropping knowledge bombs right now on Amazon product launch strategies. Uh, and Josh with Elite Seller. And we will be talking about that a little bit later. But uh, before we jump into it, uh, Josh, we are going to uh, coming up here next. We are going to talk a bit about what services you recommend using for product launch and why. But right mm -hmm. before we do that, uh, another quick break. Did you know that Amazon probably owes you money for FBA reimbursements? Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at katita.com slash sellernomics. I'm almost excited to do the next commercial because Josh is going to crack up, but we got to do this first. We got more content here. So once again, Josh Porter, uh, sales director and integration specialist at Elite Seller is uh, dropping a bunch of knowledge for us on Amazon product launch strategies, the kill competition. And I was just about ready to ask him, so uh, what services do you recommend using for product launches and why? Go for it, Josh. Yeah, absolutely. So just going down my list, the top of them right now, I would say funnels. And again, funnels is directly a landing page that's specifically designed for any kind of product uh, that you're launching on Amazon, whether this is a uh, instant rebate funnel or a delayed rebate funnel or just post-purchase engagement. The whole concept of this is that it's actually taking out all the hiccups that could potentially happen along the way. So uh, again, I'm going to actually tie this back into a couple points that I made earlier. Let's say that you're launching a product and it's again, we're using the example crocheting, right? So the people that would potentially be crocheting are women and uh, they would be of a certain age age range, maybe, maybe 50 and above. If you were to try to use something like, let's say, a chat bot or a landing page that has some kind of chat model with them, they may not buy into that. But if they can take them to a branded URL page that has your own uh, that has your own brand logo, it has your brand aesthetics, it has your brand store, it has all the links that link out that give you essentially the social proof uh, off of that, that's going to have more of a buyer trust and it's also less friction. It's frictionless, right? So um, they're, they're not having to type in anything. All they have to do is just follow the prompts and they can go through that. It's very easy and straightforward to set up. Um, you can actually go and choose and rotate out whatever kind of keywords that you want, whether it's a hero keyword that you're trying to target and then couple that with a rotator URL, whether that's Pixelfy, uh, URL Genius or short.io. And again, now you're getting uh, two searches for one if essentially they can't find your original uh, your product based off of your uh, off the original keyword. So again, we're giving them this information. They're actively searching for it. Uh, if we're giving we're following up with them, we're giving them a prompt. Were you able to find it? Were you not able to find it? If you didn't find it, hey, no problem. Here's a direct way to actually get you over there. And we're going to make that we're going to make that process as easy and seamless as possible. Again, I, I cannot stress that as easy and seamless as possible to make it uh, as frictionless and effortless as possible to actually get them over to the product, have them engage, have them purchase, add it to cart uh, and come back with a valid order ID so that they can either receive their, inst uh, their rebate instantaneously or on a delayed time frame. That's a lot of information. <laughs> well, let's keep going. We, we've got a few more to go. So uh, that was basically Josh was just uh, summarizing a bunch of the services that he recommends and why. And, and that was really good. Uh, mm -hmm. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, no so, problem. No problem. Uh, so uh, next down my list right over here, I would have to say uh, ManyChat is still 
very, very active in the way that you can use it when it comes to your product launch campaigns or product relaunch campaigns. And the yeah. whole concept of this is because ManyChat got pioneered back in the space, uh, back with uh, Zon Pages uh, when they were doing coup when coupons were still uh, still the norm for product launches, right? Uh, so uh, people would actively go in there, go into uh, ManyChat uh, ManyChat flow and they would get a coupon they would go and add it to cart and they would go and purchase that product but since then obviously the evolution strat uh, the, the the product launch strategies over time have evolved and coupons don't really give you the same bang for your buck that you would as a search find buy would or a ppc conversion campaign would um so uh, with that being said, ManyChat is still very active in the space. You can actually scroll on Facebook. And again, I'm pretty sure you've seen this on your own on your own feed, Robbie, where you're just scrolling and then you see a BOGO offer, or you see a rebate offer, or you see a mystery coupon, uh, coupon offer, um, or even a, a survey offer that leads to a chat funnel where they ask you for your, your like, uh, some information based. They'll ask you for some informational based questions on uh, on a particular product on Amazon, and in exchange, they'll give you a like a random or a very solid reward at the end of this. So again, being able to use this to diversify your traffic and to pull people in from uh, multiple different aspects. And again, since we're talking about ManyChat, this ties directly into Facebook and it comes to your targeting. Uh, the beautiful thing about this is that if you're running a product launch campaign for like let's say a baby product or something like that in the space. Uh, and you're having a bunch of people engage off of that. You can actually check out their profiles based off of Facebook, and you can check out uh, you can check them out based off of uh, based off of ManyChat. Uh, you can go and you can see that these people are these the desired people that I want to actually purchase this product. It's a simple yes and no. You can just look at their profile picture, right? Um, again, are they? Uh, and again, people that ha do have children, you know, they're obviously taking photos with their kids, and you can see that uh, clearly in their profile picture a lot of the times. But uh, to get back to ManyChat using it as a platform, it's a great way to automate the process. And I cannot stress that enough when it comes to a lot of these launch strategies, automation is going to be your best friend. The last thing that you wanna ever have to do is constantly take a CSV file and pull this information down, then having to go check each individual order ID on Amazon to make sure that it's valid and then take that information and push it back up and then, okay, cool, now let me hop over here to my preferred payment platform, whether that's like Venmo, PayPal, uh, Pay, uh, PayPal or Cash App, and then send this money over to this person via email. Uh, thankfully, you actually don't really have to do any of that because um, Elite Seller actually makes a lot of these services extremely easy, whether it's funnels or many chat. And again, knowing your strategy and how you're going to do it, again, if it's post-purchase, excuse me, if it's um, if it's a relaunch strategy, you can target cold and you can target wide, but you can also be very specific about the data points that you want. And again, monitoring that traffic, having everything automated so that all you have to really do is set it up and maybe maintain customer service from time to time. And now, Moving on to the other aspect of it, this is internal promotions. Now, this is uh, essentially if you have a massive list of people that uh, you that have either purchased from you in the past, or you're having to uh, reach out to any kind of uh, excuse me agency that is able to actually do this. Using ex internal promotions or internal lists is a great way to actually uh, to, to to maximize product uh, product launch efficiency. When it comes to uh, when it comes to your campaign type, the whole idea behind this is that these people have already been vetted. They are already they're already experienced. They already know what to do. They already know how to go through the process. And chances are they are very niched down when it comes to your product. 
right? So again, they already have uh, the, the proper buying profile. They already have the proper buying signatures. They probably have a ton of internal history on Amazon and external history off of Amazon for purchasing products that are in this unique niched category. And what this allows you to do is again, tap into that marketplace and have them go through the motions of it where they're actually purchasing it. So this is mimicking buyer, uh, buyer behavior and buyer patterns, which again, you can set this up in any one of the previous uh, uh, the pre previous recommendations that I've said, especially with ManyChat, with the amount of timeouts and sequences that you can put in there, you can easily set that up. Now, the final one is email and SMS. Uh, SMS. So internal promotions and email can go hand in hand. Um, and you can do an internal uh, internal buying pool to get people to actually follow whatever kind of prompts that you want to uh, want them to actually go through to actually purchase your product. The with when it comes to SMS, SMS is essentially the wild west and a lot of Amazon sellers really aren't using this for product launches. Now, let's say hypothetically you're gaining a list uh, or you have like absolutely no people uh, when it comes to when it comes to your SMS list. You can use, let's say, Facebook for uh, engagement and you can actually build up a pre pre launch promotional list based off of SMS. And you can then get these people to actually follow the prompts, go through the process, whether you're taking them through a landing page or you're using an SMS bot to actually time, uh, to, to sequence everything out and have them go through that. SMS is extremely unregulated right now. So there is a lot of opportunity for growth, but there's a lot of pushback on it because again, you could essentially be coming across as spammy. When it comes to email, you know, if you're spamming somebody with uh, bad promotions and or they've had like a bad buyer experience with you or the product was just absolute trash and you, and you kind of screwed them over, they can easily add you to spam. With this, they just essentially block your phone number, but you always have their phone number. You can just reach out to them again. I wouldn't recommend doing that because that's just going to get you in a lot of trouble. But uh, again, with SMS, you can simply have a short code um, to actually have somebody engage with your communication channel and have them follow the prompts. Uh, whether this be customer service or whether this be uh, going through uh, going through the hoops of when it comes to launching your product. And again, the whole idea is just making it easy and available. Everybody has their phone within five feet of them at every given point in time. I don't know a single person like Robbie, I can ask you right now to grab your telephone, your, your cell phone, and you could probably it's within arm's reach of you, isn't it? 100% right in front of exactly. me. Exactly. Right. So everybody's on their phone. They're constantly checking their notifications. They're constantly checking their messages. And this is a great way to actually capture somebody's attention. You can couple this with push notification softwares like uh, uh, what's it called? Um, you can use uh, Walletly. You can use uh, Groupon. You can use uh you can use uh, the digital wallet application where you can send a, uh, specific push notifications. And these can be outside of uh, certain timeframes and windows when, uh, when, when other softwares might, uh, might mitigate you. Like let's say for example, ManyChat has a 24 hour window where you can, where you can only engage with people um, within that 24 hour timeframe by using email and SMS, you can engage outside of that timeframe, get them back in um, whether it's on ManyChat or your own external SMS, SMS service, whether this is Twilio or something else, and you can get them to, again, go through the motions of following your prompts for product launch. And it's actually great for gaining reviews as well. Yeah, that was a lot of information. So we're going to give everybody a quick break here and uh, drop to a quick commercial. Did you know that Amazon probably owes you money for FBA reimbursements? Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at Katita.com slash Sellernomics. So I gotta I gotta explain this commercial we just played because Josh, I knew we would start laughing. So there's basically a guy dancing around, kind of a geeky guy dancing around. And Josh is probably wondering why I'm not in the money suit dancing around like that. 
from, yeah. uh, so if you if you're not familiar, I, I wore this really cool mon- money suit to the Prosper show that we just had recently, and it was actually a big hit. I, it was a custom tailored uh, money suit I got off Amazon that had it tailored to. So of course, you know, I buy everything off Amazon also, but uh, we do have more to go. I mean, we could we, we, Josh and I could probably sit there and talk and have a fun time, but. We do have more information that people probably want to know. Oh, there was a couple shout outs there real quick, Josh. So uh, one of our last guests uh, on the show, Aaron Biner, said awesome information. And uh, Summer basically said, heck yeah. So yeah, definitely uh, Josh is uh, dropping some incredible uh, information here. And hopefully everybody's paying attention. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe if you're Mm -hmm. watching right now. Or even if you're watching this on a replay, we do appreciate it. Uh, So Josh, uh, once again, let's talk a bit about... How does PPC play a role in product launch? Uh, because, you know, a lot of times I think people kind of see PPC as kind of like the after they launch thing. But mm-hmm. what's your kind of thought process on that? And how does that play a role in the product launch? Yeah, if you're doing a product launch and you're targeting specific keywords through rebate campaigns when it comes to PPC, the last thing that you really want to do is target those same keywords on uh, with your PPC campaigns, right? So uh, again, the whole idea is to get the buyer to go through the motions instead of clicking your ad. Because again, this is just eating up your bids and eating up uh, your conversions on Amazon when you're doing that. Um, You want them to go through the organic route, search, find, buy the product, add it to cart, or or just abandon cart and uh, come through, purchase, come back with an order ID. You really don't want to spend too much money on targeting the same keywords because it's just going to have an overlap and it's not actually going to benefit you. So I would say when you first launch your product, on Amazon, you actually want to uh, keep your PPC off. And then after, uh, I would say about a week or two of doing your own engagement with your rebate campaigns, you can kick your PPC on to actually supplement that because you're now wanting to actually send more traffic over to your listing based off of those keywords. Um, Again, this is fulfilling the uh, the notion on Amazon that you want to have your concessions and conversions in alignment and also your session history in alignment because the last thing that you want to have to do is like explain to Amazon how why you have perfect conversion all this all the time because they know that that actually doesn't exist they have a ton of history on uh, on other sellers that are selling similar products and nobody has a 100% conversion rate it's actually looks really bad for you so uh, going into uh, another topic is actually uh, the buyer quality aspect of uh, of the people that are uh, on Amazon uh, that are actually going through your, uh, your rebate campaigns. Do you, you, I feel like I'm actually skipping over you, Robbie, right over here. So I'm going to, I'm going to pass the mic back to you. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you kind of cut out for a second on my end. Uh, um, what happened? So we were talking about PPC playing a role mm-hmm. in uh, product launches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, to reiterate, uh, the last thing that you really want to do first off, uh, first off and foremost is actively compete with those same keywords that you're launching your product with uh, initially in your uh, your product launch phase. You actually want to start getting some signatures and history uh, of conversion from your keyword to your listing on Amazon. After you've done your initial launch, whether it's uh, within uh, a week or just a couple of days, you can kick your PPC on. Now you can start sending some, uh, some paid traffic over to your listing. But the whole purpose of the of this is not to actually compete with those keywords right off the bat. And you can create your, your campaigns based off of uh, auto broad or exact match and make sure that you're targeting those keywords that you want to actually go after, after you've already cycled out those keywords and you've already started getting, getting your conversion. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So uh, before, before we wrap up and talk a little bit about elite seller, let's also talk uh, just kind of one last topic. Uh, how does post-purchase engagement play into this uh, whole launch strategy? Okay, so this is a wonderful question that you asked me, and there is so much that goes into this, right? So again, um, whether you're targeting a bunch of people on Amazon or off Amazon, 
when it comes to your product launch. Uh, when it comes to your post-purchase, I would say after you've done your initial product launch, that's when you want to kick in your post-purchase, right? So let's say you're sending in your first batch of uh, like, let's say 500 units over into Amazon or a thousand units into Amazon, and you're using all that inventory, hopefully not all of it for your initial product launch. You really don't need to actually use all that much. Uh, those buyers right off the bat, they may not be the most qualified to be the best candidates for your product, right? So they have uh, purchase history all over the place, but some of it could be very niche down. When it comes to your second batch of inventory that you're sending in, that's when your post purchase is really going to play a major factor in it. So you have your launch list, then you have your true buyers list, in my opinion, right? So keeping all these separate, you really don't want them to overlap because your launch list, these people are used to getting massive discounts. Your, uh, your true buyer list, these people are the ones that actively purchased organically or purchased through PPC uh, to your product and getting them to re-engage over time is more beneficial to you in the long run than essentially your your launch list that you're actively going after. They're just for that that bootstrap phase of your initial product launch. So uh, again, having your uh, your post purchase strategy very air uh, airtight. And what I would like to uh, to say in regards to that, it's like QR codes are very fantastic for engaging. Whether it's QR codes, whether it's SMS short codes, anything that's going to get them engaged, and anything that you can essentially uh, extend the free line. So whether this is a PDF guide, whether this is uh, any kind of warranty follow-up, whether it's uh, asking for feedback, and I'm not talking about asking for a review, tell us what you like about the product, how can we improve this to make this better on down, whether you're offering uh, uh, a free uh, additional product that's gonna go in tandem with this. So again, going back to crocheting, uh, we can offer you like an additional set of crochet needles, or uh, we can offer you uh, some, uh, like a unique batch of your own designed yarn, whether whatever, whatever that may be, um, or thread, excuse me, I forget, crocheting and, and knitting are two different things. Uh, <laughs> right, the fact that you know that, that the, you gotta yeah. explain the fact how you know that. Trust, it's a long story. I'll explain it to you the next time I see you. So, <laughs> all right, but, uh, keep going. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, getting them to opt in for any kind of post-purchase engagement is uh, a great way to do that. And again, what I like to say when it comes to post-purchase engagement off of a product insert or even like a sticker off of a bottle cap or some or something like that is that getting their opinion matters more uh, than giving them something free. Everybody likes something free, but you can offer something free and also get their opinion at the same time and then re-engage with them down the line. So if you were to do a product insert with a QR code uh, or even a URL on it, you could say, I have something along the lines like, hey, we really appreciate you as a valued customer. Um, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on what your experience is. Uh, if you actually click right here or if you scan right here, we do have a uh, uh, an article that's actually going to supplement whatever kind of product that we're doing. And then in that said article, you can have it be where you give the information then at the top and the bottom of that, like let's say it's a PDF guide, you could literally have a button that they can click. And again, since it's a PDF guide, they can easily download it on their phone. Um, they can read that information and they can click it and you can have them engage into another uh, a post-purchase funnel, whether that be for a 25, 50, 75 to 100% discount on another product. So now you're extending the lifetime value of that one buyer to, again, maximize that. And I'm not saying that you need to do 100% on any kind of post-purchase. Simply 25% is fantastic enough because they already like your product and they're appreciating the fact that you're extending this, this free line to them with your post-purchase engagement. And then you're offering them another product. So you're actually looking out for them. You're providing education. You're probably providing a warranty follow-up. And then you're offering them uh, uh, an additional product that would be right in their vein. And this could be something that is uh, that could easily be like if you scroll down on the Amazon listing, something that they would uh, that they would have bought together with that initial product, but they didn't have either the funds or they didn't uh, see the interest or benefit into buying into that product.
Yeah, that, that was some great information. And uh, man, it's always great having you on. So just so people know, Josh is just like this, like in person. So like him and I were in Prosper. And 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 I, I say this as a compliment because it's one of those things like I, I asked Josh a question. We were talking about a few things and he would start he would start just going on and talking and dropping incredible information. I just shut up and open my ears and listen, because really, <laughs> you know, everything he says, it, it's it's good information. It doesn't matter what you're talking about, but especially when it comes to like the Amazon world and then obviously uh, having to do with launch, you know, product launch and, and items like that. So why don't you give us a quick summary and tell everybody a little bit about Elite Seller, uh, what they do, maybe what you do over there and then how the how they how people can contact you and contact Elite Seller. Yeah, absolutely, Rob. And uh, thank you for for having me on here. Uh, we again, uh, not to <laughs> you kind of put me on the spot right there because uh, <laughs> uh, I'm actually a very private person in real life. Um, if, if you actually get to know me, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not the the Rolodex of 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 information all the time. You know, I don't want to be like I'm robotic or uh, a Google search engine or something like that. So uh, when it comes who I am, again, hi. How are you doing? My name is Joshua Porter. I'm the sales director over at Elite Seller. I'm also the integration specialist over at Elite Seller. So I actually, uh, to give you an idea of what Elite Seller is, we're actually a high-level Amazon uh, account management and software suite that's designed for uh, six, seven, and eight-figure sellers. And you can be a newbie seller or you can be a massively advanced seller. The whole idea is that we're able to give you the analytics and data on your Amazon account that you normally wouldn't have to find. So you don't have to constantly hang out in spreadsheets or hang out on the back end of Amazon. We give you all that information in a very robust, dynamic dashboard that allows you to truly customize the way and feel that your brand actually needs and, and, and looks, right? Um, on top of that, we're giving you a ton of uh, data and analytics on your uh, on your Amazon account, and this is what's actually going to help you move the needle consistently on a daily basis uh, by having accurate and uh, consistent information to help you uh, move your business in the right direction. Uh, we actually have our software broken down into multiple different uh, multiple different aspects, whether that is your customer aspect, whether that is your research aspect, whether that's your automation aspect, or whether that's your launch aspect. And right now, I was just talking mostly about our launch aspect, but you're more than welcome to actually check out our software. You can go over to www.eliteseller.com and you can try out a 14-day free trial. You can use the code JOSH15 at checkout, and that's going to get you 15% off for life with Elite Seller. So we want you uh, to manage your business like the CEO that we know that you are. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, so I, I wasn't making fun of you. That The fact is Josh is uh, full of great information and him and I were talking about a bunch of Amazon stuff uh, when we were over at the Prosper show or even the uh, Empowery Women's Conference. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just, it was good back and forth. I mean, I think we sat there 45 minutes just kind of back and forth talking about stuff and it was just, it was great info and I want people to know how great it is. So I don't know if you know, Josh, how I found you. Like yeah. I mean, obviously there's different ways, but did I tell you how I kind of figured out how to find you? Yeah, you were uh, you were chatting with Brandon. You finally got into the uh, the inner circle, and uh, you were watching a video, and you're just like, "Holy, holy shit, this guy's a nerd!" And you appreciated <laughs> that, <laughs> and, and and you you reached out to me, and that's what like started the engagement. What was that like? Well over three, four months ago, I think. Oh, I think it was a bit more than that. Yeah, actually, my wife. So everybody knows my wife was actually watching. Uh, she she has the whole course from Brandon Young watching the course. And she was like, hey, this guy was on here. He's talking about, I think it was, was it PPC or launch strategy? It was one or the other. And uh, she's like, he was really good. And I was like, well, who? what's his name? Give me his name. So I looked him up and I, I reached out to Josh. Uh, this was quite a while ago. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, and you know, of course I had a lot going on. So Oh, wait, what is uh, uh, Aaron, Josh, the elephant in the Amazon jungle, <laughs> crazy knowledge. That's true, Aaron. And it's always good to have Aaron on here. 
uh, yeah, great information. So a couple cool things coming up, everybody. So we will be in October. It's going to be a few changes to the Selenomics podcast. We're going to start doing some demos on Tuesday, which we'll get Josh back on uh, later this year to do a whole demo on Elite Seller and kind of show us all about it. Put him sure. on the spot again. So that'll be fun. And then, uh, you know, we're going to have some co-hosts. I can't make the announcement yet, but we will have some Thursday co-hosts coming up. Uh, just trying to secure those and get some guests. And uh, coming up this Thursday, we will, of course, have uh, we're going to be talking about product inserts. So be sure to tune in Thursday. I'm going to actually be broadcasting live from the Miami hotel I'm in. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it goes well. And I got uh, everything together, including my mic, like uh, Josh was talking about. So once again, I had Josh Porter. I have I have Josh Porter on. He sells director integration specialist, elite seller. Josh, always great having you on uh, the show. I love always hanging out with you and talking. We always have cool stuff to talk about. And uh, like I just said, we will definitely get Josh back on again and do a demo from Elite mm -hmm. Seller. So be sure to tune in for that. And uh, next time I'll see you, I'll make sure I bring more table tomatoes, okay? There you go. Yeah, that's a whole nother story we'll have to talk about. All right, thanks everyone for tuning in. See you on Thursday. Take care, guys. Thanks for joining us this week on the Sellernomics Podcast. Special thanks to our sponsor, Gatita. Did you know that Amazon probably owes you money for FBA reimbursements? Get $400 in free FBA reimbursements at gatita.com slash sellernomics. Be sure to join us again next week for more great tips on how to grow your business. And thanks again for listening.